Welcome to the Pad the Stats podcast, your destination for everything fantasy football and where fantasy title hopes come true. And now, your host, James Swanson. Is this the final week of James Conner as locked in RB1? Le'Veon Bell sounds like he's on the verge of returning to the Steelers. Hi, everyone. I'm James Swanson. This is Pad the Stats, your home for everything fantasy football we've been asking the same question for weeks now but now maybe more than ever we have to ask it again what should you expect from James Conner when Le'Veon Bell returns is he still going to be a startable fantasy option I'm going to dive into the numbers to give you those answers and on today's podcast uh we're just going to touch on that. We are literally going to talk about the James Conner and Le'Veon Bell saga, more so the Le'Veon Bell saga, but we're just going to discuss, and it's just me on the podcast, um, no no guests, Pat's not with me tonight, Jake not with me tonight, um, so it's just me today, but that's exactly what we're going to talk about, is the James Conner, the Le'Veon Bell situation when Le'Veon Bell returns, if Le'Veon Bell returns, which we fully expect him to do so now. Um, it has been reported that he is going to, you know, he's in Columbus, he's going to be at the Michigan State-Ohio State game this weekend, and then he's going to be reporting to the Steelers prior to that November 13th deadline. So where does that leave the Steelers' backfield? So what I'm going to do on today's show, again, this is going to be a relatively short podcast. I'm anticipating maybe 15 to 20 minutes, uh, but we'll see. Sometimes, you know me, I have a little bit of a tendency to ramble on things, especially when I'm passionate about it. And I am a Steelers fan, but again, I like to keep these things as, um, you know, objective as possible, especially when it comes to you know, the the fantasy football side of it, I want to give you listeners the opportunity, um, the, the information to make your own decision on this. But I want to lay it all out there for you so you can make that best decision, the most educated decision that you can. So what I'm going to do here is do a little bit of a comparison game between um, we're going to look at James Conner's first eight games, his pace through his first season as a starter, and we're going to look at a couple of Le'Veon Bell's past two seasons, 2016 and 17 in particular, and kind of do some a little bit of the comparison game, and I'm going to, some of these stats, some of these numbers are really going to stick out, and then I'm going to explain maybe some a little bit deeper dive into the numbers to show you why just maybe both of these guys can be startable options when they're both active, when Le'Veon Bell comes back, and when they're both you know ready to contribute for the Steelers. So let's take a look at James Conner's numbers through the first eight games of the season. He's currently RB3 in all formats, averaging 26.1 fantasy points per game, 23.6 touches per game, 10 total touchdowns. He's commanded 14.8% of the team targets, which is pretty substantial to this point for a guy that maybe at first we envisioned as just somebody that, that would run in between the tackles. He's ninth among running backs and targets per game. He's tied for second most carries in the league with Kareem Hunt, 151, just behind Todd Gurley. So everything has been remarkable to this point for James Conner. If you would have said before the season, if, if Le'Veon Bell sat out the first eight games, I don't think anybody would have anticipated this kind of start for Connor. Maybe we were hoping for a top 20 running back, maybe a top 15 running back, but certainly not a top five running back and definitely not a top three running back. So this has been much better than expected um, through the first eight games for James Connor. Now let's look, take a look at Le'Veon Bell's first eight games in 2017. He averaged 20.1 fantasy points per game. Still very good. He was in the top, I think three or five, five total touchdowns, 
10th among running backs in targets per game, 45 total. So very similar there in comparison to Connor. But to this point, Connor's got him beat in pretty much every category. He had a league high in 194 carries. Ezekiel Elliott threw eight games last year, second with 164. So Le'Veon Bell had 30 more carries than Ezekiel Elliott through the first eight games of last year. So the workload has been very significant the past two seasons for Le'Veon Bell. Now, James Conner's pace here in 2018, 302 carries, 1,412 yards, 18 touchdowns on the ground, 100 targets, 76 receptions, 758 yards, two touchdowns. So we're talking about 20 total touchdowns for James Conner. That's what he's on pace for halfway through the season, over 1,400 rushing yards, over 750 passing yards, 100 targets. That's pretty significant. 378 total touches, 413 fantasy points to for the pace for Connor this season. Now let's take a look at Le'Veon Bell's 2017 season on a 16-game pace. Now he only played in 15 games, so let's take this out. One more game, 16-game pace, 342 carries, 1,377 yards, 9 touchdowns. So we're talking about over 16 games, almost half of what James Connor scored touchdown-wise. Um, you know, 342 carries, so, you know, 40 more carries for Bell in in that 2017 season. 113 targets, 91 receptions, almost 700 yards receiving, two touchdowns. So last year was a bit of a down year for Le'Veon Bell in terms of yards per reception. I think he was around 7.7. But in terms of the catches, they were still very, very high. So I just mentioned 378 touches. 413 fantasy points for James Conner, so he's averaging over one fantasy point per touch. Le'Veon Bell, 433 touches, 365 fantasy points, 0.9 points per touch. So Conner's actually been much more efficient, almost 0.2 fantasy points per touch more than Le'Veon Bell. Both good, but it's a it, it is a bit bit more for for Conner. Now let's look at Le'Veon Bell's best season, 2016, okay? He only played in 12 games, but let's look at a 16-game pace there. 348 carries, almost 1,700 yards rushing, 9 touchdowns, 125 targets, 100 receptions, 821 yards, 4 touchdowns through the air. So 13 total touchdowns, 448 touches was what Bell was on pace for in 2016, 429 fantasy points, still not eclipsing that one fantasy point per touch mark. So that leads us, I know I just threw a ton of numbers out there, so if your head's spinning a little bit, I'm going to tell you what you should expect when Bell returns. I still think Le'Veon Bell passes the eye test as the better talent, and it's going to be hard to keep him off the field. I don't think anybody would dispute that right now. Now there are some bullish Steeler fans out there and whatnot who who really think that Levy or James Conner is just the better player right now. I still don't think that's the case. I would think Conner retains at least 10 to 12 touches per game. Look, I know that probably seems low, but I think both of these guys are com- going to combine for about 30 touches a game. And I, like I said, I still think Bell's the better talent. I still think that they need to give him the ball more in order to give you know, this, this team has shown, the Steelers, that is, have, have shown, uh, I don't want to give too much of a tandem here, that they can win without Le'Veon Bell, that they can win with James Conner. But I think it's just going to benefit them, and I think they're going to realize that, that that that, that Bell is going to be the one who gets that slighter, uh, or that slight, you know, slightly more of a workload. So I mentioned the fact that Bell has averaged .9 fantasy points per game, you know, per touch. I'm sorry, .9 fantasy points per touch. In that sample size, 2016 to 17, two-year pace. 
Connor is on pace, like I mentioned, 1.09 fantasy points per game, or per touch, I'm sorry, this season. So let's say that Le'Veon Bell gets 17 touches per game over the over the six games that he participates in. And I'm, I'm saying six fantasy games. He'll play in seven overall. Six if he reports next week. Six fantasy-relevant games. So 102 touches. That's 102 touches over those six games times .9 fantasy points per game. That's 92 fantasy points for Le'Veon Bell over the final six games. That's 15 fantasy points per game. Now let's say James Conner gets 13 touches per game. So I'm 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 anticipating a 17 to 13 split between Bell and Conner. 13 touches per game over six games for James Conner. 78 touches, 1.09 points fantasy points per game. So we'll multiply those. That gives us 85 fantasy points. So to recap, 92 fantasy points for Le'Veon Bell over the final six games. 85 for Conner over the final six games. That's 15 per game for Bell. 14 per game for James Conner. I think both of those numbers are very realistic, very um, capable, you know, could very well happen um, right in the ballpark of where I think the touches and the efficiency is going to be. So that begs the question, are they both startable options? Emphatically, yes. At 14 to 15 points per game, they would both fall somewhere in the 12 to 16 range among running backs in PPR, the 12 to 16 rank range making them both solid RB2s. So what you should you be giving up when trading for Le'Veon Bell? That's the question that we need to answer now. With the trade deadline kind of approaching in most leagues, I would anticipate, what should you do with these guys? You know, do you hold Connor? Do you trade for Bell? What do you, what what is the right move here? What could you uh what should you realistically be doing? So if you're thinking about trading for Le'Veon Bell, what should you be giving up when considering that trade? My thing, I, I'm saying, you know, nothing more than Mike Evans or Stefan Diggs at this point. Um, if if we're talking about a wide receiver running back trade, I know that running backs are, are, are higher value um, most times in a in a potential trade situation. But I'm not willing to offload any of my top flight wide receivers at this point. If you would have asked me that question maybe five weeks ago, my answer would be different. But I'm not willing to part ways with AB, um, DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Thomas, Odell Beckham for really any you know, for Le'Veon Bell at this point. So I think you need to dumb your expectations down just a bit, not try to offload one of those top five wide receivers, certainly not a top flight running back um, for Le'Veon Bell at this point. But again, I still think he's going to be a solid fantasy option when he gets back somewhere in that 15 fantasy point per game range. Now, should you try to deal James Conner at this point? I'll be honest with you, I want to hold James Conner. Now, if you, again, similar to what I just said about Le'Veon Bell and who I would give up to get him my answer would be different to this question for James Conner a few weeks ago I want to hold him now and I just mentioned he still has decent RB2 value much like Bell if you do deal him I think you should see if you can get a package deal somebody like Kenny Galladay Deion Lewis in return um, maybe that people can bite on that especially if the James Conner owner is somebody who does not believe in this Le'Veon Bell hype which I think there's going to be people out there you know who are not really diving into this story too too much maybe or they're not you know they're not getting into all the CBA talk and the contract talk and they're just looking at it from a face value like wow this guy has said to this point that he's going to return here here and here and he still has not done any of that so they might be doubting that Le'Veon Bell is going to return at all which I think is definitely possible so if you're if you're talking about somebody like that I think you can get a haul maybe a package deal two for one for James Conner in that situation which I would certainly do um so yeah, hopefully, 
again, I, I, I know this was a, a much shorter podcast, pretty, you know, quite a bit shorter than I think anyone we've ever done. We're only around 12 or 13 minutes for the whole thing. But I wanted to get into this because I think it's becoming, I think every week th- these questions come up between James Conner and Le'Veon Bell. What do you do with James Conner? What do you do with James Conner? What do you do with Le'Veon Bell? Well, it's becoming very, very relevant now. So I wanted to do a show that was specifically tailored toward that, toward that subject. And hopefully that gives you some insight into, um, you know, how you should handle those two running backs. So good luck to uh, you, James Conner, and, and Le'Veon Bell owners out there. Hopefully you make the right decision. Hopefully those two players can benefit you the rest of the way. And uh, until next time on Pad the Stats, I'm your host, James Swanson. Have a good night, everybody. Bye-bye.